The time clock is counting down. Hello and welcome to Some Assembly Required, our podcast over here at Waynefleet BIC Church, where we discuss life through the lens of our Anabaptist roots. My name is Julie Adams and I'm your host today and I'm joined by Pastor Trevor Main. Welcome, Pastor Trevor. It's great to be back here, Julie, in the podcast studio. Yes, we're glad to... It's a neat way to connect. It's... um. It's fun. It's fun. And podcasts are very, uh, they're getting a lot of traction. We're glad to have everyone tuning in and um, joining us on Monday mornings or whenever you're hearing this. So we are partway through our series called Living on Purpose, a study of 1 Thessalonians chapters 4 and 5. I would say we're halfway done now. We're it's, it's a little the over, midway. We're a little over half. Mm-hmm. I, uh, following yesterday, we've had four messages in these two chapters, and I believe there's two more to go. Oh, very good. Very good. So during the first week, Pastor Pat sort of gave us an, an overview. Um, and basically through the whole series, we're talking about living as Jesus is coming back or thinking yeah. toward that, anticipating it maybe. So yeah, the, um, the teaching in these chapters in First Thessalonians, it just gives greater clarity to us to, to recognize we're living between some significant events. Yeah. You know, Jesus first coming and then his death and his resurrection sure. from the dead mm-hmm. and then his promise to come again in the anticipation of the resurrection of all the saints, all of the followers of Jesus. Yeah. yeah. So you gave us some good, uh, a good message yesterday on living on purpose and what was the title of the message? Well, <clears throat> I don't exactly have a title oh. on the message. Um, I have a whole bunch of different ideas that I thought could work for the, for the title. Yeah. One of the things that I was looking for to communicate during the course of this, the sermon, it was framing the teaching found in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verses 12 to 15, around the concept of the church being a sports team. Yeah. And so I was trying to think what would be a good name for our team. And mm-hmm. the name of the team could be the title of the message. And I thought back on some of the things that Pastor Pat and Pastor Renee presented over the last couple of weeks. And we could have picked a name for our team, like uh, the Justified. Yeah. Or the Light. Yep. But I landed on the name, maybe a little unusual for a sports team, but the Resurrected. Did. <laughs> because we as believers in Jesus, um, we recognize Jesus, our leader, mm-hmm. has been resurrected. Yeah. He's alive. And that all of us at one point were found dead in our sins. Yeah. And then Jesus found us and he raised us from the dead. He forgave us of our sins and gave us new life. Mm-hmm. And then we live anticipating a future resurrection that in the event some of us die and those that have died before us who believe in Jesus, mm-hmm. when Jesus comes again, we we... Uh, no, based on scripture's teaching that there will be a resurrection. Yeah. And so all of the members of God's team one day or, or already to a certain degree are experiencing uh, resurrection. And so we are the resurrected. Yeah, I like it. I like it. I'm glad I'm on the team. Yep. <laughs> um, so you said that um, we die to our sin and Jesus has resurrected us. Not bodily, but I guess in in spiritually, yeah. Yeah. Um, So what does that mean? What does that... Yeah, so when God comes or we invite God into our lives and we experience this new Mm -hmm. birth, and sometimes referred to this new life that comes through faith in Jesus, 
we enter into, we have a new, a new way to live life. And that's what the Apostle Paul through this letter to the Thessalonians is answering in part. How then do we live? We've been given new life. We've become a part of God's team. We're the resurrected. Mm-hmm. And so how do we function as a team? How do we yeah. live between now and then? between now and the time that Jesus comes again. And at the outset of the podcast, you said, you know, the time clock is running down. Yeah. And uh, we have this sense, uh, I can't see the clock from where I'm sitting. Julie, you can't see the clock from where you're sitting. Our listeners, whether you're driving in your car or you're sitting at home, you can't see that divine clock from where you're Mm -hmm. sitting. But we have this sense that time is is passing and the end is closer than ever before yeah and so in this end time and some people would say yeah we're living in the end times you know this is the last quarter the last period and jesus is going to come again we see it because of all the things that are happening in the world around us and so then how do we how do we play our end game Mm -hmm. and so i thought that's one way to think of how to frame the the thoughts and the instructions that the Apostle Paul included in his letter to the Thessalonians is, is a plan of action for our end game. Mm-hmm. So what did he say? How should we play? What's our final play? Yeah, well, this is part of it because the next couple of weeks we're going to continue to look yeah. at it. And there's a lot of things for us to take to heart. And so I think it's just like when we come together at church, we're huddling up as Christians. We're reviewing the plan mm-hmm. so that we can play it according to God's design. And what we saw in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verses 12 to 15 are four different actions that we can all implement to advance the ball, so to say, or to, to mm-hmm. move things forward in the direction God wants to see them go. And that is simply to appreciate our leaders, yep. to get along with one another, to be team players, and to do good. Excellent advice. So appreciate our leaders. Um, how do we do that? What does that look like? Yeah, I, I think there's lots of room in all of these points for creativity and application. <laughs> yeah. And so I think each one of us could reflect on, you know, what would it look like for us to appreciate those who are in leadership among us? Mm-hmm. The specific wording from this text said to respect mm-hmm. those who labor among you and are over you in the Lord and admonish you and to esteem them very highly in love because of their work. So it doesn't give the detail what that actually means. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, can, we can apply that in many different ways, but in ways that express appreciation, respect, and esteem mm-hmm. for these people that serve among us. And I don't know what you thought, Julie, when, when I was asked to share on this, mm-hmm. It's kind of maybe could make me self-conscious to preach a message (laughs) that asks for people to respect those who are serving in the church as leaders, because I'm one of the leaders in our local church. But I was able to get over that. I was a little self-conscious presenting that idea because I know that the application is not just for me. Yes. And in our local church, those who are laboring among us include all of our life group leaders, Mm -hmm. our deacons, members of the leadership team our ministry coordinators, uh, those who are um, on our pastoral staff. Yeah. And so God's team functions best according to his design mm-hmm. when we just learn how to appreciate and hold in high esteem all of these people who are dedicating time and energy 
for our good mm-hmm. and for the sake of uh, the health of our church. Yeah, that's a, that's a good message. And that's, yeah. uh, I like that you took a lot of thought into that. That was, um, yeah, that's excellent. Yes. So the second um, point you made was to get along. Get along. See, Ooh. So, so basic. <laughs> so very simple. It could almost feel like we're in a kindergarten class. You say, good I kids, was just let's say, just get along. I feel like the inner mom in me is coming out to, when I hear that. Yeah. And we, need to, we don't want to trivialize the point because it, it is something significant. Yeah. When we get a group of people together uh, with a common goal, we mm-hmm. want to serve Jesus, we want to accomplish his purposes. If we can't even get along, it's going to make it yeah. hard for us to advance. Well, and it goes back to like you were saying on a team. You can't have teammates go out there and everybody be scattered in different directions. Right. And someone's trying to, everyone's trying to get the ball. So I have one daughter that plays hockey. And, um, you know, I've heard her coach say a couple of times, don't take the puck from your teammates. Yep pass it but don't steal it from your teammate so i think that goes back to what you're saying you know um work together it ties in both of those middle points the idea of getting along with one another and playing as a team and they're both very important and it just strikes me you know understanding we're in the end time Mm -hmm. sometimes when a sports game is underway and it gets near to the end of the game sometimes the losing team starts to play, <laughs> play rough. Yes. You know, they're pulling out all stops, all the stops in these desperate times. Yeah. They're calling for desperate measures because they're, you know, this is their last chance to yeah, try to, to get the victory. Yeah, last ditch effort. Mm-hmm. So in the church, like our enemy, Satan and his team, will do all that he can, um, playing dirty to yep. try to, to steal the victory. Mm-hmm. And we might think on the other hand, well, we know God, Jesus already has risen from the dead. We have the victory. The victory's already won. We can count on it. Yeah. You know, the trophy already has our names on it. And so the danger of that is that we could just slack off and, uh, yes. you know, take it easy and not really play as a team. Yes. Don't, uh, don't give it our best shot. And, well, because uh, then we can't screw anything up if we just kind of yeah. keep to ourselves and... <laughs> That, might, that could even be a thought. Yeah. yeah. You know, you get far enough ahead in a sports game and people might say, okay, let's just, just do very little. Coast. Coast. Yeah. Coast to the finish. <clears throat> but this is a big point in this passage and in all of scripture that the goal is not just to win. Mm. The goal is not just to get to heaven. That's not the most important thing. It's not just winning. It's how we play the game. It's yeah. what we do between now and then mm. that gives God glory, that helps accomplish his purposes and even most importantly, to realize that our team is not a closed team, mm-hmm. that God is still recruiting new members to join the team, Yes, the team of the resurrected. And when we function and apply these actions, it helps other people join the team to mm-hmm. come over to the winning side, to Jesus' side, especially when we get to the last point that says to do good. Mm-hmm. And then it says to do good to one another. So we said, okay, we could do that in the church. But then it adds on these last couple of words. It says, and to everyone. Mm. And thinking when you're out on the sports field and you're in a competition, you'll do good to one another on your team. Yeah. Give high fives, share a water bottle. Yeah. But for the opposition, you're not likely to be so good. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> but as a church, we're to do good to one another. And we're also to keep an eye out to others, even our enemies. Yeah. And do good as well. 
because that's how Jesus set the example for us. And yeah. his desire is that all people would be saved, yeah. that all people would be able to join the resurrected. So would you say that maybe other people aren't necessarily our enemy, but maybe Satan is our enemy? Well, <clears throat> that's the nicest way to say it. <clears throat> but I think as well, Satan, Satan's recruiting players ah, as yes. well. And so I think if we can see that big picture, just like God is calling people to trust and follow him and carry out his purposes, Satan is a deceiver and a manipulator and yes. will call people out of society around us to accomplish his purposes on earth mm -hmm. and try to get his will to be done. And so at a very, you know, we could say, yeah, well, there, Satan is our enemy and so are these other people who are cooperating with mm -hmm. him. Mm -hmm. But the Bible isn't calling us to treat people as enemies and opponents. It's to recognize what we're up against, but then to say we're going to do good to everybody, mm -hmm. even people on the other team, because God loves them too, and so do we. Yes, in an effort to have them join our team. To build the team. Mm -hmm. yep. Yeah. Yep, so that none will be lost. Yeah, that's a great, that's a really great analogy. I like how that, um, how that all came together. So, um, how do we, how do we make that look? How can we do good to others. Yeah, similarly to the to the first points we looked at, how to, how can we appreciate our leaders? There is tons of space for creative application. Mm -hmm. And so as we go about our day-to-day -day activities, we are all placed in different spaces, in different environments, whether we're in school or whether we're in our workplaces or in our homes. And opportunities, I am certain, will arise for mm -hmm. us to do good and sometimes the opportunity will arise and we might not take advantage to do good, but as players on Jesus' team to increasingly learn how to be tuned in, well, here's an opportunity to do good. I'm driving down the road. I see a car that's broken down on the side of the road. The hood is up. Someone's there and they look frustrated. Well, members of Jesus' team, if they're able to, they'll stop and they'll do what they can to help. Mm -hmm. And I think that's it, is asking the question, how can I help? How can I do good? Is it enough to do good and just help someone and then off you go? Or do you need to tell them that you're doing good in Jesus' name? Does it make a difference if you let them know that? I think it doesn't all, I don't think you always have to have the spoken element in I think we're doing good so often that we wouldn't have a chance to explain it all the time why mm -hmm. we're doing what we're doing it's a lifestyle yeah this is just how we play the game this is our end game but being able to share words that explain who Jesus is and if people ask well why are you doing this you know to say well I, I'm a follower of Jesus I'm following his example I'm learning mm -hmm. to live a life of love even to people I don't even know because God knows you God loves you, and if God loves you, you know, so, so do, do I. I. Yeah, hmm, that's and, good. Uh, yeah, that's good. I've always, I've often thought about that. Like, does it? How much of a difference does it make yeah. if you do or don't actually say it? Yep. For people to join the team, hearing the word is key. Like, yes. they'll observe. We should, as a church, have a reputation for doing good, doing mm -hmm. good to everyone. But for people to actually understand that Jesus loves them, that Jesus died for their sins, that trusting in him leads to new life, mm -hmm. uh, we actually need to tell people that as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, well, any closing thoughts as we wrap up today? 
Uh, the book of Thessalonians is an encouraging letter. So just yeah. uh, uh, the Apostle Paul wrote it. He said, please call everybody together. You know, I charge you, read this to everyone in the church. Uh, take this encouraging word and encourage one another with these words. Mm-hmm. And as we go through First Thessalonians, I just encourage all of you who are listening and who are encouraged by this word from God to use this word to encourage one another. Awesome. Thank you very much. Um, If you'd like to get in touch with Pastor Trevor, um, he is part of our missions team and often does have a lot of opportunities or suggestions for um, how you can do good. Or if you're curious about that, please send him an email. His email is trevor at waynefleetbic.com. And if you'd like to get in touch with me with any feedback or podcast suggestions, I'd love to hear from you as well. And my email is julie at waynefleetbic.com. So thank you for tuning in and we look forward to connecting with you again next week. Have a great week. Bye for now.